Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. How long do you think last night's meeting was? Uh, I heard. I heard it was two hours, at least two hours long. <laughs> at least. <laughs> how about how about at least four hours long? <laughs> how about how about oh my at least God. how about at least five hours long? Did I share with you the messages? How, how about how about this, Ray? Five hours and fifty minutes, almost a six-hour meeting last night. Wow. Oh boy. Excuse me, Mayor. What are we voting on? Ah, well, the budget was uh, the budget was was up for consideration. So well, <laughs> well, let's I, try to keep this uncomplicated and simple. Yeah, not so much. I got messages. Aaron Conley sent me messages last night at eleven thirty. I saw what I woke up today. It said, "Well, I'm just leaving City Council now. I hope you guys pay Greg in coffee. <laughs> he has a ton to go through." <laughs> I appreciate that, uh, older oh, woman. Oh man! And then I had people. I had people <sighs> she got were, she got beat up pretty hard last night. By the way, a real, a real, I had people telling me. <laughs> well, she had like twelve different. I don't. Yeah, I'm just I'm making numbers up because I forget how many different uh, amendments there were to the budget. Uh, we're not going to focus on a lot of that. All right. I, I listened to a chunk of the budget stuff, and it was amendment after amendment after amendment after amendment. We'll highlight uh, just in, in conversation here some of what they did do last night with the budget. Uh, but we are going to focus a lot on what happened at the end of the meeting, the last uh, quarter of the meeting, uh, when it was time for citizens to address the council uh, and a lot of conversation about uh, how the city and uh, how private groups are handling uh, all of the, um, the homeless population in the city. Uh, so we'll get to that here in a bit. But first, let's talk about how the city is going to spend your tax dollars in the city of Springfield. Uh, you've got uh, a lot of uh, a lot of taxes coming in, and you've got the city-owned utility, City Water, Light, and Power. You've got, um, uh, of course, the corporate fund and infrastructure. So altogether, uh, they did end up passing the budget, one hundred and thirty point one million dollars, and that's uh, you know several million dollars more than. Uh, what was uh, the budget last year? That does not include CWLP's nearly $300 million budget. Uh, the total budget request, $559.3 million altogether. Now, they only passed the corporate fund last night, from what I understand. So $130 million. CWLP's $293 million proposal uh, still has yet to be addressed. So altogether, you're looking at uh, more than half a billion dollars the city. Well, let's hope a few million went to the kid museum, everyone. Oh, let's. well, let's get into some of those amendments. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> there was an order of Connolly, uh, and also it, it had a lot to do with uh, AFSME as well. I mean, she said that AFSME approached her about uh, adding various jobs to various agencies. Some were approved, others were not, uh, and this was done on a vote of each each amendment that uh, Alderwoman Connolly uh, offered up. Uh, so you had uh, you had those issues. I believe like um, one of them was, for instance, uh, reclassifying a job from last budget year where they got rid of the job, but the person was still in the job doing the job. So they wanted to reclassify them. That was shot down. Uh, I believe that was within the uh, community relations department. And um, yeah, ultimately, the mayor said that was his prerogative. You know, that's that's the executive's decision to. 
uh, give somebody a raise or even to fill a position that's offered up. They could, the, the, the council can create positions all day long, but it's the mayor who has the um, authority and the discretion whether or not to fill those positions. Uh, so that was some of the conversation that they were having last night. Uh, other things that were brought up, the Kidzeum, all right? The council, uh, they, they looked at uh, transferring some funds to help out Kidzeum. What was interesting here is the initial proposal was for $50,000 uh, from one fund to another to help out Kidzeum, but they ended up amending that to be $50,001. Hmm. That way, uh, it's budgeted. It's not given to Kidzeum yet. Kidzeum would have to come back to the city and it would spark the city to have a conversation about that funding again. Uh, so that's uh, the direction they went there. Uh, there were also um, another uh, measure from uh, Alderwoman Conley was to, uh, you know, uh, take funds and buy more police cars. Uh, that did not move forward uh, because the police department said they already have a plan in place to replace vehicles. And that's moving along. So this was uh, was not needed. Uh, so altogether, there were a bunch of amendments, all right, uh, all over the place dealing with the city's budget. But they ended up finally getting <laughs> four hours and 15 minutes into oh it, my God. Gray. <laughs> oh, my God. Four hours and 15 minutes into it after dealing with all of these various amendments and voting up and down and uh, the order of Conley. Uh, hit or miss. She got some of them. Uh, others not so not so good, uh, at least not approved by Alderman. Uh, but here's the outcome of the vote. All in favor of the appropriation ordinance as amended, vote yes. Those opposed, vote no. The voting is now open. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and it passes sorry, uh, I wasn't here, nine John. voting yes, one voting no. Next item on the agenda is number 20. Well, thank you for everybody for indulgence, especially <laughs> those in the audience. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <sighs> I, I hate the way he says especially both. Yeah. I oh, just hate I hate that. That's a that's a conversation for another day. And I, I love the mayor, but my God, speak correctly. <laughs> it won't be oh yeah. Somebody uh, did want to also note that uh, the Kazeem conversation mm-hmm. that was brought up that they've gotten a million plus dollars and oh, yeah, I mean and, and, and they all keep coming is, back and back and they back. They promised they yeah. wouldn't take any money. Right. Yep. So uh, that was uh, the vote for the budget, and there was one no vote. Let you guess who that was. Oh, I know it, Joe McMahon. Some of the um, maybe um, <laughs> under the. All right. Oh. Some of the. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, oh. Misunderstood. Oh. All right. Thanks, Homer. <laughs> Uh, so after the vote, uh, they, they had another ordinance dealing with uh, the fund balance. And uh, again, pardon me uh, for not having all of the particulars here in place after a, uh, uh, listening to a five-hour, nearly six-hour yeah, I mean, budget since, meeting. You've been up since 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. doing this. And, I mean, and I've been listening to it on double speed while I was working out <laughs> in the car. Uh, while I'm getting ready at the gym, listening to, you know, the mayor speak at uh, micro machine level uh, speaking. 
Uh, so after the after the measure passed, maybe we'll understand a bit more of why Alderman McMiniman voted no uh, to the budget, because this measure was dealing with uh, changing the fund balance threshold. And again, I don't know all the particulars about the percentages that they were changing to, but McMiniman just took this as an opportunity to kind of explain some of his thinking. Based on what we did tonight, we're just going to keep drawing down the corporate fund because all these amendments draw down the the um, the um, the corporate fund and. This is going in the exact opposite direction, and it's it's a sad day for the city of Springfield. So uh, McMiniman's been one to also just criticize the lack of addressing the pension issue and the underfunding and uh, saying even though we are increasing pension costs, still not enough. Uh, He's got a whole bunch of uh, problems with that. Uh, Alderman Hanauer jumping into the conversation about the city's finances. We've got pilot that's going to come up. And that's payment in lieu of taxes from the utility. So the utility gives the city's corporate fund money instead of taxes. So it's a pilot. It's payment in lieu of taxes. We've got that could go away with, uh, you know, some of the utilities closing down their uh, coal-fired power plants. Yeah. We've got pilot that's, that's going to come up, and I'm not going to keep repeat myself, but we've got some serious financial issues coming down in the next couple years. Yeah. Serious financial issues. Now, if you want to take away... The, the roads and the, all the overlays from Ward 7, volunteer it. I'll put it towards the, toward the pension. I'll be happy to. You're talking like you don't understand the difference between the corporate fund and the infrastructure fund. Those are different funding sources. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> you could tell he was highly annoying last night. I. I <sighs> well, four hours and 20 minutes into it. Uh. I would imagine everybody's kind of annoyed at each other at this point. Here's Alderman Redpath. We have to wait till the audit comes back and, and figure it out. But the, I absolutely believe that there'll be money going into extra money going into the fund this year. Well, again, that's kind of plain. Um, that's that's like misunderstanding the facts because okay, let's take that. Uh, let's say a hundred. Uh, let's take a million dollars of of cannabis money. But meanwhile, the pension debt grew by ten million dollars. That's not extra money. It's just not. It, we're just falling deeper and deeper behind. That's a new debt. No, is, I, don't, is no, not I don't paid disagree for. with you. So I don't. I don't, I don't buy this thing. Or like Alderman Hanauer says. Well, now our fire department will charge. Uh, let's say five hundred dollars when there's an accident by a non-resident. Okay, that brings in fifty thousand dollars. Our problem is so much deeper than that. That that is kind of like. Trivial nothing. So, so you don't want us to do that? You, no, you I voted would rather for it. us put I voted it for, for something it. else? I voted for it, but we have to do so much more. And people around here should understand that, and they should own up to it. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, so uh, you've got— You're so much better than everybody else, Joe. You've got McMiniman essentially saying that not enough's being done. And even the uh, cannabis tax that they'll start uh, drawing on this summer, uh, he says that's not going to be enough. He voted to tax cannabis. He didn't vote to allow for cannabis, but... uh. Of course. (laughs) All right. uh, Coming back, we're going to start a conversation that's kind of tough. And this was at the tail end of the the six-hour meeting. We're going to start that one? Yeah. We're going to... And this, again, this is four and a half hours into the meeting last night, Ray. So this... Uh, Okay. The meeting starts at 530, right? Yeah. So at 10 o'clock, they opened up a very difficult conversation about the city's homeless population. Oh, but boy. we'll hear from Alderwoman Conley as to why it was so important they addressed the issue last night as they did. So we'll get to that coming up. Nil boy. Six-hour meeting last night. I'm just going to round it up. It was actually like you know, five hours and 50 minutes. But, Unbelievable. But what's 10 minutes among friends? <laughs> <sighs> 
Please don't ever do that to me again, guys. Please. Highly, highly annoying for Six the sound reading. Oh, come on. When I woke up and saw that this morning, I was the the dread took over. It's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> unbelievable. Well, I listen. It, it's it's important that they six, have these conversations six about. Hours it's important that they have these conversations about how uh, Springfield tax dollars are being spent. I'd have fallen asleep on the horseshoe. I really would have. So, meeting starts at five thirty. Four and a half hours later, makes it ten o'clock. Wow. They vote for the budget. Meeting's not done yet. Alderwoman Conley, she wants to uh, raise an issue. I, we did, um, at quarter after five, get um, an email with numbers on the increased, the number of calls for service from the police department. That number has gone up, in my mind, at an alarming rate. And this is about the homeless shelters. The warming center, um, the operation Salvation Army's got going on. She continues. I was told by more than one person, multiple people, what happens in the warming center stays in the warming center. The city is not running a fight club. Mm. That is not what this center is intended to be. And she acknowledged the late hour. I, I know everyone's tired. I know we all are. It's been a very long night. But this is extremely distressing. It's extremely disturbing. And we need to have changes and we need to have results that happen sooner rather than later. That said, I, one request I would ask, Mayor, is that we, have, we ensure that there are cameras at the Winter Warming Center. So we'll hear a little bit more about some cameras and some things that were caught on camera uh, and somebody who um, filmed some of the things that are going oh, on boy. there. Yeah, so there, there are a whole host of problems. Uh, more on this issue. Told by a, by a gentleman that he was denied entry because of his sexual orientation. That is unacceptable in any world of any level. I mean, this is... You're, you're getting tired, Aaron, and, and upset, Aaron, because this issue has touched my heart, and it should, I think, unless you've got a heart of stone, it touches everyone's. So, I agree. Um, it does touch everybody. It's uh, the mayor. Low barrier but I guess shelter. I'm, I'm also asking for more than touching. I'm asking for change. We'd ask the Salvation Army to come up, and they can speak to how they handled uh, the issue with regards to uh, personnel. But the other thing we have done, the other thing we have done, I've turned it over to the Inspector General uh, last week. So they'll be, you know, they'll he'll review the accusations from that and make a recommendation in addition to what the Salvation Army has done. Hmm. So more recommendations, more eyes on it. So um, they, they wouldn't let someone in because of their sexuality. It's so they the let allegation, in, yeah. They wouldn't let somebody gay in. Yeah, it's the allegation. And it, listen, this, is, this isn't a low-barrier shelter, right? Uh, that's what Helping Hands was trying to set up with their um, yeah. uh, operation that was ultimately shut down. Or not shut down. It was, it, they never moved forward with it because of the uh, community outrage. Uh, but that would have been a low-barrier shelter where anybody could have been allowed to go in. Mm-hmm. That typically deals, though, with like people who have mental health issues or drug abuse issues. And I've never heard of you know high-barrier shelters not allowing people in because of their sexual orientation. So that's an allegation I think that definitely needs to be addressed. Uh, somebody from the Salvation Army was there last night. I believe this is somebody from the Salvation Army. Uh, I promise that we're going to do everything we can to make sure that that need that these concerns are addressed. I've made sure that each person that's that's reached out to me, I have addressed the concern. And w- well, seem to get more concerns and just address them. How are they mm. being addressed? I think that's what aldermen are looking for. They're looking for how this 
these issues, people being um, poorly treated, allegedly poorly treated, allegedly abused. Uh, we'll hear some more problems that arise, but here's Alderwoman Turner chiming in. At, um, several weeks ago, we had several individuals come and talk about um, egregious activity that was happening at the Winter, Winter Warming Center. And everyone, not everyone, but most people said, oh, no, 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 that, that couldn't have happened. Well... Right. I mean, people might dismiss it and say, oh, I didn't have any, I don't have any evidence of that. It's just an allegation. Right. And I was I was yeah. it, it was very disturbing to me. Yeah, it, it was very disturbing to me. And so I, I appreciate the fact that you did go undercover so that. We had someone else that someone, could, was someone else that could say, yes, this was happening. And we heard that last week as well. Um, we heard that somebody in the community decided to go undercover uh, into the into the warming shelter and see what's going on there. Uh, and that person was in the audience last night. We'll mm-hmm. hear from them. All right. But here's um, a little back and forth between Alderwoman Turner, DeCenso, and I believe the individual from the Salvation a Army. A city employee <clears throat> who was working part in the evenings, I guess, at the Winter Warming Center. So I, I'm, I'm really very, very, very disturbed about that. So my question is, is that individual still working there, or he is? So he, so he's still working there. He is. Are you paying him, or is the city paying him? Yes, we are paying him. So he's being paid by the city during the day and by the Salvation Army at night. That's correct. Oh boy. Hmm. Oh boy. I'm gonna hear more about that. I would imagine. <sighs> Again, this is. Uh, now, four hours and, and 45 doing, minutes. What are they the doing, the, the person they're talking about? Well, I would imagine they're helping control, uh, you know, the operation. Uh, so we'll hear uh, more about that. They were like, we don't want to get into HR issues here. But, uh, you know, obviously, Alderwoman DeCenso and Turner had some problems with that. Uh, now let's hear from a citizen who was there last night, waited four hours and 45 minutes to address the council. Uh, my name is Joe O'Neill. Hi, Joe. And I'm the... The, the stench, the spy. I've been called a lot of things in the last three weeks. Oh, boy. So we'll hear from him more coming up, so stay tuned. Mm, all right. Let me just say that I am extremely disappointed. Excuse me, Mayor, what are we voting on? No, we're voting on um, <laughs> a nearly six-hour meeting last night. Oh, my God. They passed uh, part of the city's budget, uh, just the corporate fund, $130 million. They still have yet to deal with the $300 million CWLP budget. Mm-hmm. So uh, I imagine they'll probably take that up uh, before the budget begins because uh, the budget year starts for the city March 1st. So it's next year mm-hmm. or ne- next month, rather. All right, so um, we we didn't really focus on the budget at all. Well, we did a little bit, but really uh, at the tail end of the meeting, and I say tail end, um, the last hour and a half of the meeting, the six-hour meeting, uh, focused on uh, problems at the warming center uh, and the homeless population and how they're being treated. And we've been hearing stories about how they've been treated for quite some time now. Uh, And it sparked one citizen uh, to address the council last night after he did some sleuthing himself and uh, actually went undercover. Let's hear from the citizen again. Uh, My name is Joe O'Neill, and I'm the the stench, the spy. I've been called a lot of things in the last three weeks. Again, this is four hours and 40-plus minutes. How many? He sat around for four-plus hours. Just to talk about his experiences opposing as a homeless person? Yes. Did he steal a bed from somebody who was supposed to get one? No. Oh, okay. He observed. All right. 
He simply observed what was going on. And he talks a little bit about it. Laws being broken and medication was being stolen and phones going missing. And I mean, the list is long. And I, I saw that and I'm thinking, wow. So what he did was um, he went undercover and he even uh, took some video and uh, talked a little bit about that as well. So I said, well, I'll, I'll just go and start taking video. So I interviewed 50 of them. I took video of 30 of them. And dozens of people were with me when I did it. Even the media. Thank God for the media. Well, I like that. I believe this isn't about the quantity of videos. This problem is about the content of the videos. And what I have delivered via a web, via a YouTube page, via a disc I just handed, is disgusting. It's unacceptable. Um, I have dedicated the rest of my life, whatever that may be, to this issue. Mm. I am their conduit. And I'm not going to waste any more time. I've told my story. That's all I did. Uh, but I can tell you, I'm going to be here reporting back to the city council every council meeting. Um, if there's a lawsuit to be had, I'm going to pay for it. Well, we got our because those things, such as the, uh, the gay man, those things such as the walker not being able to enter the premises. I mean, do you want you want the video on that? I mean, I'd be glad to glad to share it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. So we got ourselves a do-gooder, Greg. Well, yeah. and you know, maybe it's needed because, uh, as we've heard time and again, uh, you know, city officials, uh, Salvation Army officials, they they may say, "Oh, we're we're dealing with it. We're we're you know acting appropriately and so on." Uh, but when you get somebody undercover to go in there and take a look at this um, with a uh, neutral eye, just as an observer, and uh, the reports that come out of that and the video evidence that comes out of that, it's pretty um, pretty amazing. Here's Alderman Hanauer. Oh, Captain, you, you just you just got the video, the stick with the video, right? Joe, you just gave it to him. And this is uh, Salvation Army guy, I believe. It's been on the web for a couple of days. All right. But you haven't Captain. seen it, right? Seen it. And you haven't seen it either? Because, I mean... I, I guess what I want to see is where do we go? I, I, I believe everything you said. I believe everything that, that you said. I don't know that you, since you haven't seen the video, I think that's a little bit of a, a you know, it's a little bit of a disservice that, that you need to see the video so you can judge yourself. We've already gone but eight hours. where do we go from here? Right. You went eight hours. Watch a 10-minute video. <laughs> Right. Hey, come on. Yeah, we're now on uh, five hours into the meeting. Good Lord. Five hours into the meeting. Here's another citizen addressing the council on this issue. James Smiley. Um, Mr. Smiley talks a little bit about uh, why he's there. I was brought in at the last minute and had opportunity to sit down and actually interview some of the people myself. All right. Uh, and I want to kind of uh, take a moment here just to kind of um, lay out how rapidly Mr. Smiley uh, revs up. Comes in real hot. All right. First, he's kind of cool. You know, I was brought in Keeps at cool. the last minute. But then he starts revving up a bit. And people are going to get on a video and tell you it's a problem. And it's not a problem. There's a problem there. And then he gets even more. So here's my solution. So we don't have to go all through this. 
I have sat down with a group of people. And he revs up all the way. I hate to preach, but I sat up here for five hours after being at work for nine and sat here and patiently waited on everyone, called in like I was supposed to. But this is the most important thing. So he, uh, you know, lays out how this needs to be addressed. And I think that's what everybody was there uh, talking about, how this issue needs to be addressed, how uh, there needs to be more humane uh, treatments. There needs to be better programming. There needs to be better staffing. There needs to be better response from police. Uh, um, again, after five hours, you still had this conversation going on. Here's the chief of police, Kenny Winslow, reacting to some of what he's heard so far. At the shelter, just as they do on the street, there has been no order to them to follow any kind of dictatorship from the Salvation Army or the leadership at that shelter. There have been no instructions to that other than to be there at 5 o'clock to help with the intake to make sure people are acting appropriate during that time since that seems to be when there's the most chaos. So police do show up when they do intake uh, to, you know, help crowd control, I guess. And there's a bit of back and forth here um, between the police chief and, uh, I believe, Mr. Smiley. If you could. Thank you. But any problem that we have, I, pre- I appreciate what you just said. But I believe that any problem or any miscommunication, we can work that out. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Another citizen um, wanting to address the council on this issue. My name is Susan Phillips. I live on uh, Pawnee Road, and I pastor First Presbyterian Church across the street. She also uh, just went right to her message. You have been receiving complaints from your citizens since December that things are problematic there. I have talked to residents who will not talk to you because they are afraid that they will lose the only shelter they have. Mm, that'd be rough. Hmm. Huh. Of that prospect there. Well, we remember the the stuff we heard when they simply wanted the when they wanted to build a new area and yeah. people complained. Yeah, yeah, that not my backyard. Yeah, crowd. Uh, but I mean, they also were talking about how um, you know the facilities need to be spread out throughout town and not just put on the east side. Mm-hmm. And that was one of their main concerns. They feel that uh, the east side continues to be a uh, uh, repository of sorts for uh, the the city's troubled population. Well, they made it sound like it was a suppository. Uh, let's now hear from another citizen. Ed Rainier, address is 72. Nah, we don't Hi, Ed. Hi, Ed. And he states the obvious. I had a, a written talk, but uh, I'm totally exhausted, as I'm sure you are. It's five hours and 20 minutes into the city council meeting last night. Oh, boy. Uh, the mayor finally chiming in here. And so that's what needs to happen. Salvation Army stepped up for us. We really appreciate it. Because guess what? We probably have 60 people on the streets, and we are concerned. That's why the police calls are up. We ask the police to make the rounds around the city because we do not want anybody passing away, staying at a ramp or in a doorstep or anywhere. We've had so we all take this seriously. All right. Hmm. Yeah, well, taking it seriously is one thing, but what's being done about it? You know, that's a that's a big question. I think everybody has is how is this, how how are you? What are you doing about it? Taking it seriously is just saying taking it seriously. But I, I think uh, some advocates and uh, community members, and especially the homeless population, I would imagine, want to see some some real action on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another citizen. I'm Eleanor Nailing, and I actually work at the Warman Center, and I'm very just kind of disturbed on. Um, the reports that was made after 45 minutes 
You know, you stayed 45 minutes. Try staying eight hours. So she kind of had a message for the guy. uh, uh, For those who may show up and stay 45 minutes or so uh to to really stick around and and see what's going on there i don't know how long uh the the undercover guy joe uh stuck around but uh that may have been a message for somebody else who you know like a city official or somebody who stopped in to see what's going on hey just stopping in saying hello and then they're gone uh here is more of what she had to say you know this has grown because again instead of us finding places and helping these people individually getting to know them we've tapped them on the hand and said, okay, it's okay for you to be homeless because we're going to provide the services for you. Then those services aren't necessarily provided to the best ability. Uh, you get some other problems that arise. Um, we've got a few more clips here uh, from this nearly six-hour meeting last night where the tail end, they focused on the homeless population after passing the city's budget. Here's uh, Chief Winslow again. Uh, those who did not have a place to go, uh, typically those who were sex offenders and couldn't get into the shelters, are the ones who were staying in our lobby. Last year we averaged probably 10 to 15, 20 a night. Now we have nowhere near those numbers. I assume they're staying elsewhere. Maybe they've uh, moved on. Maybe they're in the shelters. I don't know. Uh, but you always have those people in the lobby that don't want to follow rules as well. And then, you know, we had to try to take those and find alternative shelters, you know, so. So the police are kind of acting like it's own overflow shelter, hmm. right? They'll, uh, they'll, they'll try to manage the people who can't get into the uh, uh, other shelters for a variety of reasons. Uh, so you've got that to contend with as well. Again, the mayor. We thank the council for their action tonight for the outreach coordinator. I think that's going to help with uh, part of this. And that was one of the extra positions that were added to the budget um, in the conversations about uh, community relations. Uh, a little bit of back and forth amongst several aldermen. At the shelter when in fact a city employee does work at the shelter, whether it's in the capacity as a city employee or not. We, everyone needs to start telling the truth, period. Mm. You too. Oh, come on, so, Oh my gosh, on. what is wrong with go. you? Yeah, I'd ask uh, doc, Dr. Smiley if he's still here to come forward. So if you didn't hear that, uh, DeCenso said uh, we need to start telling the truth. And uh, Alderman McMiniman, under his breath, said uh, you do too. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, and that, uh, yeah. As if there's six hours of putting up with him, I imagine. <laughs> right. I imagine the other councilmen were done. That's your, uh, I don't even know how we did it. Literally, we got through like one-sixth of it crazy that's uh, pretty remarkable but we got a new budget nearly though. six hours got a new budget though greg <laughs> yeah thankfully we won't have to listen to that for another year unbelievable all right there you go this week's council roundup council roundup on the real idol morning show